In lieu of cold statistics, I give you Sheila. Hi, Sheila. Are you beginning? This I, is not I, how you normally begin. No. Hi, wow. Sheila. Is that should, should that be my new sign-on? Sure. Oh, sign me up. Hello, and welcome to Defining Marriage. We might have taken a break of just a few months, but we're back now and better than ever. Breaks and bones and kidney stones, but I'll never tell my secret. What's your secret? I've got a hidden agenda. That agenda might involve some various projects that we've been working on that have kept us from defining marriage, Mm. that have overwhelmed our life uh, and kept us very busy. But now uh, we've got a little window here and an opportunity to record and also to say thank you to some people who have helped us out on our journeys with uh, our various other endeavors. Uh, So here we are, popping back in. Sorry, it's been so long, everybody. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I don't know the way it goes. Thank you very much. This is that Albert Finney mm-hmm. version of Scrooge. It's the nicest thing that anyone's ever done for me. There you go. He's in his dressing gown, covered in beef stains. Brian Blessed has called him a weird little man, and he is. Well, we're right back to the nonsense, aren't what? we? What it's like mean? nothing ever changed. Nothing. No time's gone by at all. Time after time. So, uh, what's been going on? What have we been up to? You have been going to bear parties and smelling the smells and seeing the heat haze as it rises from their liquefying flesh. Good grief. Yep, I've been photographing a lot of nightlife events. You can see those on my Twitter and my Instagram of pretty men. Uh, There was a fellow last night at the Eagle who said uh, that I photographed him on Halloween. So, And he was looking for the picture that I took. But wait, it was Easter. It was, yeah, from Halloween to Easter. Oh, well, you know, from Wong Fu to you. That I was looking for from Justin to Kelly, but I landed on from Wong Fu to you. That's great. That's a new line of cards Mm. from Hallmark, the the Wong Fu collection. Deck the Hallmark. So anyway, this fellow was like, oh, you took my picture on Halloween and now it's Easter and I'm back to haunt the earth. Uh, But he wanted to see the picture. So together we sat down and looked through my photos uh, and we found him. He's very tall, very handsome. His name is Colin and he's from, oh, I don't know, the Tri-Cities? That's someplace in Washington. He's the Triceratops. He's the Triceratops of the Tri-Cities. So anyway, uh, that was lovely. And we had a chat about how he likes his family out in eastern Washington. And he likes to come into the city, but he would miss his family if he came and lived here. So he's calling from inside the house. Yeah. So anyway, so I posted a picture of him on Instagram uh, is the short version of that story. Uh, Calling me by his name. mm -hmm. All of those, all of those things. He was a little drunk. Oh, was he really? Yes. Oh, did you tip him over since yep. he's so tall? A timber yep. room. Yep. Fell right on top of me. That's how uh, I like him. Sure. Stacked like cordwood, especially in the back. What else have we been up to? You uh, wore a little rabbit tail and hopped around the house and deposited and chocolate I, eggs I for me everywhere. Oh, can you find all my chocolate eggs? I hope they're eggs. <laughs> what else? Okay. Uh, that's not that's not something that we've done for the people though. That's not that's not a, a project that's public facing. We've done it for the peephole, which uh-huh. is uh, private facing. Mm-hmm. It faces everyone's privates. Exactly. It faces right. the public privates. That is in the public domain. What else have we been working on? You wore one of those little uh-huh. 
beanies with a propeller for mm-hmm. Passover. Yep. That was your special yarmulke. I flew away. I asked you, why is this night unlike any other? And you uh, I went, went out to lunch. And I flew away. That's right. That is how it is unlike any other night, because usually I hop. Mm-hmm. We've also been doing some projects that are real. Oh. Uh, we had a lovely live stream yesterday. A lovely live stream. Tell everybody. With our friends Carlos Maza and Anthony Oliveira and Brian Wiest. And sadly, Brian Safi was supposed to join us, but he had the flu, which is a mm-hmm. bummer, but oh well. Um, for a Dungeons & Dragons live stream, we journeyed into the Feywild and met some uh, fairies and Titania and a satyr and some pigs and a wolf. And uh, everybody had a, a little adventure uh, journeying through uh, journeying through the a land of fantasy. There was a white queen. Well, there's a white queen right here, but... There was a white queen in the land of fantasy. Uh, it was a reference... If you can believe that. ...to Carol Channing. I almost said Carol Kane. That would be fun, too. Uh, but there was a reference to Carol Channing that uh, not everybody got. But anyway, she turned into a sheep, and now she's Anthony's mount. She's much better. That's the one. Uh, but that's not the extent better. of the Dungeons and Dragons we're doing. We've been doing a lot. That you went to the Bay Area. You went to the Golden Gate, and you uh, said, "Baby, call me cream cheese," because I'm going to spread myself all over this town. Great. That is exactly what happened. So we went to San Francisco. We had a fancy fun time doing a uh, Dungeons and Drag Queens show. We call it Queens of Adventure now. Uh, it's uh, drag queens up on stage playing D and D, going on a quest and being fabulous and weird. They uh, we had a special San Francisco cast with Poya Del Mar and Kitty Powers and Erica Clash and Kai Kai B Michaels, and it was a real fun time. Uh, they really, uh, they, they they ran us through a lot of unexpected scenarios. Uh, Poyo, at one point, I asked her just to demonstrate how she, like, was posing, and she did, like, a full tumble across the stage. That terrified me and made me wish that we had set up our limited liability corporation a little bit earlier, just in case somebody died at one of our shows. That is the greatest encore. Yeah, yeah. What a way to go. Mm. She died doing what she loved, falling off a stage. Absolutely. Oh, man. Uh, anyway, so we had a really wonderful Queens of Adventure live in San Francisco, but that's not our only Queen of Adventure. Oh, well, of course, because I think since the last recording, we did a show in Seattle. Mm-hmm. It was called Dungeons and Drag Queens Get Wet, because we're classy. Mm-hmm. So we had our drag queens out at sea, and they went on a fabulous adventure on a cruise ship, solving a mystery, fighting uh, various sea monsters, and getting real splashed. Oh, like Daryl Hannah got splashed in that wonderful motion picture, Men Don't Leave. I don't think she's in that. Men Don't Leave? Blade Runner, let's Blade say. Runner. Why would Blade Runner be called Men Don't Leave? Because he didn't leave. He stuck around I until the bitter true. unicorn. Until he bit a unicorn? Absolutely. But you remember Daryl Hannah, she does a funny cartwheel in that one. Oh, someone oh, looks Blade out Runner, a window sure. and she she twirls like a pinwheel, pinwheel spinning around. That's right. She's athletic and she's jumping around because she's a robot. Spoiler alert. Oh no! But maybe we're all robots, and maybe you're an electric sheep. Oh, oh, it's all coming back. Bad. That's right. The, the electric and do androids dream of Carol Channing? They dream of nothing else. Nothing else. Honestly, if I was the one who was going to create the robot successor to humanity, mm. I would see to it that their memory is loaded up with every available scrap of Carol Channing footage Great. and nothing else. What a success. That is what they will base their new civilization on. Yep. It's a Channing-based civilization. It's all skidoo. 
Yep. Her her most memorable role yep. in Skidoo, where she twirls out of a banana costume. She twirls out of a banana into the bed. That's She's right. She's out of the blankets and into the sheets. Don't watch this movie. Like, if, if you hear us talking about this and you're like, oh, I should check out Skidoo. No. Skidon't. No. Skidon't. Watch it on Fast Forward. There are parts that I think you should peep at, and you'll probably know when they're happening. Yeah. When, um, there's, there's a big climactic dance scene on a boat that's pretty fun, and there's Carol Channing throwing Frankie Avalon around. I think that's the only part Some that dancing really trash interested. cans that are kind of uh, good. Even the dancing trash cans are... Mm. Oh my. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm a snob about dancing trash cans mm. uh yeah so uh oh, that's uh, that's about it for our live shows i think since we've recorded our last one of these mm. uh but we've got some things coming down the pipe down what the pike what's the pipe? going the 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 pipe the, the peep we've the got some things pike. coming down the peep we so uh queens of adventure is not just a live show it's not. It's a podcast. But this is a podcast. This there can't podcast. be two. There can be, uh, well, three with the uh, Queens of Adventure going. Why? It'll be a oh. third podcast. Oh. oh my goodness. Did you, uh, well, I think we're reaching a point where every white man over 30 will have three podcasts. It sounds it, about right. That That is going to be the average. Yeah, you just have to figure out how many podcasts you're going to do. And uh, is it more than five or more than ten is the question that we all face. Sure. Uh, so Queens of Adventure is going to be a podcast where drag queens play D&D. Our Seattle cast, our fabulous Seattle cast of uh, Freya Love and Arson Nikki and Butelino Kipple and Harlot Oscara are going to be playing a D&D adventure on an ongoing basis. Every other week they're going to come to you and uh, journey and quest and battle and slay and death drop and death save and do all the things you expect from drag queens but they're going to do it in a land of fantasy basically we're going to bring you what uh, everyone in seattle's been getting at the live show uh we're going to bring that to you on the internet and the internet is where the magic happens matthew you know i believe the internet is the future you teach it well and it will show you the way what's the way it leads directly to a robot full of carol, carol channing. channing yep is it maybe just Carol Channing in a robot costume? That, now that is the future that's liberals the future. want. Yes, that, <laughs> they want people in cereal boxes covered in tinfoil, mm-hmm. riding the subway, mm-hmm. uh, going raspberries, raspberry bread and butter bread, but raspberries. Beep boop. Imagine, imagine an automatic Channing machine. Oh, a little button you press. Yeah. And it says, well, hello. That's all. Well, hello. Matthew, it's so nice to be a robot on a train. It's only on the train? Yeah, I don't know how to get off. (laughs) <laughs> well, let me give you some advice. Oh, that's Carol. filthy, Matthew. She's an old woman. She is an old woman. She thanked Bob the drag queen. For, she did. Wasn't that lovely? For on being drag her. Yes. Perhaps. That was wonderful. Much like in the movie All of Me, there will be a hilarious accident where somebody drops a bowl oh. full of Carol Channing onto Bob the drag queen's head, and half of him will get partially wet, which I know you don't like. I don't like it. And then that half of him will be possessed by her soul. I'll tell you what, James. What? We were sitting on the couch last night. We were. And you just put your, your face near me. No. And you, made, you just made a mouth noise. <laughs> and I could not wipe myself enough to get that sound <laughs> off of my body. There, You just like... I'm not even going to do this on the microphone because it's disgusting, but you just did a thing with your mouth that made a noise. 
I guess that's just talking. Yes. But no, you made a, a, a some kind of wet sound, and I was convinced that I had been wetted, and I just I had to wipe myself endlessly. It was a nightmare. It was a true nightmare, and I shouldn't have told you that it was so upsetting because now mm-hmm. you know how to distress me <laughs> in a new way. It's an all new way of distressing. I me. have got a toolbox full of tricks, and I don't mean the cereal. I mean inexpensive men. No. <laughs> okay. Great. Uh, what are their names? Their names are Trickstifer. Good. Trixinosis. Mm. And uh, Trixie Labouche. Trixie Labouche, uh, a throwback, a callback to uh, our second uh, Dungeons and Drag Queens show. It's really a throwback oh, to boy. the radio drama of a novelization of Red Dwarf. One of the Red Dwarfs. Uh huh. This, this is. Possibly your stretchiest reference oh, yet. Stretch. Me so we're out. coming up with characters for this show a couple months ago, and you had Trixie Labouche, the Gag and Dragon. That's correct. And I was like, Trixie Labouche is a pretty good name. Mm-hmm. And and at the time, I had no idea there was a very prominent drag queen named Trixie. Otherwise, I probably wouldn't have done that. Sure, fair. Uh, but there was someone else, so another very prominent Trixie, uh, in a radio drama. Of a novelization yes. of a Red Dwarf story. Yeah. That we were able to track down somehow. I think she was in the actual show at some point, or referenced, or something. She was a But it was hard to it was hard to find anything other than this one piece of audio drama, which d- frankly wasn't very good. I don't know who the person was that was me that used to say, This red dwarf is very funny. It's not. It has, it's, you know what, here's what you do. You have Skidoo on your iPad, you have Red Dwarf on your iPhone, and you have your favorite pornograph up on the cinema screen. Mm -hmm. And your entertainment needs are covered. So have you rented a theater in this scenario? Yes, you go to your local... I was going to say Landmark, but but then I almost misspoke and said Aramark Theater. So you sure, go to your local too. Aramark Theater. Great. You get the Chicken Fingers, which I highly recommend. If you are in prison or a mid-tier college or university, get the Chicken Tenders from Aramark. Mwah, chef's kiss. And you rent the theater screen. You put up sensitive pornograph. You watch Skidoo. You watch me poo and that's the way we do the higgledy do and that's showbiz yeah matthew yeah what so what is this show i don't know so we've brought the show back uh, oh by no popular, by popular request yes uh, <laughs> yes mystifyingly uh-huh. uh multiple people have asked when's the next defining marriage and this isn't what they wanted is it it must be because oh. this is what it's always been, isn't it? I suppose. We also talk about... I am very I grateful. To, I'm grateful to oh, the yes. people who... Because, uh, you know, this is kind of an extortion thing, and you're yeah. not meant to negotiate with extortionists, but here we are. That we, we, we've we been brought back from the brink, baby. Uh, and yet... To what end? Is it? Is it this? Is it you plugging your dungeons and your dragons? Is it the higgledy-piggledy? What is it that... What is that magic something in a young girl's eye when she first sees a cupcake with a pair of lips on it? Well, we're 15 minutes into the show, so I suppose we should explain what happens on an episode of Defining Marriage. Please. We talk about what's happening in our lives, and we also talk about the week's marriage equality news. Oh. And so we've fulfilled... 
mandate number one. Almost, sure. Uh, and I guess mandate number two is we can also talk about some marriage equality. Oh, so we well, can... you got to go on a mandate before you can have a man marriage. Uh-huh. Oh, we also sometimes forget people's names. That's a, that's a highlight of the program. Oh, yes. So uh, we're recording this on Easter. Happy Easter. Mm-hmm. Or now, unhappy Easter. Is Easter one of the happy ones or unhappy ones? Well, oh, Easter is the happiest. You can say hallelujah again. Oh, hop, hop, You weren't hop. allowed to say hallelujah really? in the previous season. What no. did you say hallelujah? Well, then, uh, then the devil pops up. <laughs> is it the devil mm-hmm. or Beelzebub? Because it's recently come to my attention that they're yeah. two different people. Oh, well, see, Beelzebub is aching in my belly. Oh. Uh, no, he, Beelzebub, the Lord of the Flies, he is not, uh, he is not Satan. He is not Lucifer. He is not... He Wait, is, is Satan and Lucifer different? Can be. Oh. But, I mean, the Pope just said uh, that the hell isn't real. Oh, well, I've known that for quite some time. I'll have you know. <laughs> oh, if only the Pope would listen to you. No, um, I, did I you think... see the pup? Did you see oh, the pup? I did see the that. Pope I thought that happened a long time ago. Maybe I don't care. I think it's just resurfaced. It's a cute dog walking along a parade route that had been laid out for the Pope, but a dog walked down it, and uh, I think that's real fine. That's oh. a dog I would follow. I'm not sure about this Pope, but that dog—he's—he's uh. got, he's got my vote. Well, let's get him a hat right away. <gasps> James, a dog with a hat uh, with a miter. Ooh. That's what the hat is called. I miter be into that. Oh no! Wait, what's a miter? It's the the funny hat the Pope wears. That's oh, it's called a miter. Yeah. No, oh, it's got the miter's touch. It sure does. It's okay. the miter duck. The point is, there's yeah. no hell, except what we're living right now. Well, that's one interpretation. It, well, it's that uh, those who are saved, they get to go and live in communion and contemplation with God. Mm. But those who are not, they are not repentant of their sins, then when they die, they are separated from god they're separated from creation and separation from creation is oblivion it is nothingness you instead of going to a place where you just stare at a guy all day and go oh you just cease to be because you're not in communion with the man you would moan at okay well it's like going to sleep that's my favorite time of day uh my favorite time of day is night that's when we sleep. Oh, well, then it's all settled. That's why we're such a perfect match. I am like a puzzle piece inside my own conundrum. You People on the podcast cannot see the adorable look that James gave me when he said that. He is very cute. He's batting his eyelashes now, but it just looks like he's uh, having a stroke. It, I, oh, I'm having a stroke of a different sort, like but, Jeff Goldblum. Oh, God, gravy. There is an interview with Jeff Goldblum interviewing a poor woman who seems very uncomfortable. I feel very bad for her. I do, too. I do, too. It's I mean, kind of a funny interview, but it's also kind of a cruel trick on an interviewer who just is trying to do her job. 30 seconds of Goldblum is, I think, the right amount, at least Goldblum in that mode. Uh, where, I mean, he's saying things like, I can't even remember what. She says something about how Yoshi, because she's showing him pictures of video game characters, she's like, he's wearing a little shell saddle thing. And he says, well, I've never worn a shell or a saddle. Well, maybe I, maybe I have. You, you got it out of me. And the entire time, he's like holding his hand out as though he's about to honk some part of her body. Uh, and the whole thing is just like her body language makes it clear that she is on guard. Uh, 30 seconds of that would be like fun and strange, but what is it? It's like seven minutes long. It's seven minutes in heaven, Mm. which absolutely does exist. Unlike hell. Okay. Beelzebub. Lord of the flies. Oh yes. Yes. It's, uh, it's, he is uh, risen on Easter. 
Yes, that is what we celebrate on Easter Fun Day. They opened the cave, and all these flies, flies came, came out, out, and it, it smelled terrible. Matthew and Beelzebub just kind of came out scratching his ass, and he was like, "Why?" So the Why? reason oh. that I bring up Easter, uh, oh, is because. The National Organization for Marriage nom, nom, nom. says that on this Easter, let us remember that traditional marriage will rise again like Jesus. <laughs> uh-huh. so, or maybe it will be supplanted by a flamboyant rabbit. Like Jesus? Oh, oh, like Easter. I, was, I thought, oh boy, I was trying to figure out how... Do you like how I pronounce... Flamboyant. Uh, f- flamboyant, yes. Yeah. Uh... How Jesus had been replaced by Peter Rabbit. Like, oh. who was worshipping Peter Rabbit instead of Jesus? You've been to some websites. I have, I have. I was just at, where was I, where I sing furries? Oh, I wasn't there. I was, it was uh, HavenCon is this weekend. <laughs> in Austin, where I sing You're a lot seeing of furries. furries where there I, aren't. The, here's the thing, though. Furries are everywhere. Mm. Like savoir faire. Uh, so anyway, that's all the news from Nam. Uh, just, oh, uh, what a story! Yeah, what um, a scoop! Yep, yep. It, uh, marriage is like Jesus, and it will rise again. Didn't they say that about the South? Oh, but now it kind of is. So mm-hmm. I, well, maybe enough time. Yeah, yeah. It's been about three years since uh, Obergefell, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, Nam's still around somehow. Still saying like we're gonna get back marriage. Well, I mean, anyone can just send an email. That's it, true. You don't need like to be a functioning organization or even a, a functioning human being to send an email. I mean, five minutes on Twitter will show you that anyone can type something on a computer and hit enter. That's quite true. Topical. Yes. <laughs> anyway, so uh, the other marriage news is Costa Rica. Oh. Costa Rica uh, has an election today on Easter Sunday, which seems like it might be slightly awkward timing, but mm. I don't know. It's also April Fool's Day, so what if everybody votes for the guy they don't want is a little joke. That is a fun joke. Anyway, so a uh, runoff election happening between uh, Fabricio, Al- Fabricio Alvarado, mm-hmm. a preacher and TV personality who okay. is uh, very anti-gay, mm-hmm. does not want the gays to get married. And Carlos Alvarado, a politician who says, uh, let's uh, get the gays to get married, because uh, there's just a ruling from the International Court of... No, 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 it was the South American Court of Human Rights, uh, or the Court of the Americas. Anyway, there's just a ruling that uh, South American countries that are signatories to this organization need to allow uh, same-sex marriage, um, And uh, but they've been given a large latitude in how they're going to do it. So mm-hmm. Carlos is like, okay, well, let's do that. And Fabricio is like, no. So we're going to find out who wins. Well, what are the Vegas odds, Vegas, baby? It is neck and neck. Ooh. It is very even. In fact... Ooh, are they rubbing their necks together? Yep, they're rubbing mm. their necks together to start a fire. Uh, Carlos uh, may have a slight disadvantage, some people are saying, because he tends to do better with uh, wealthier and more educated uh, populations, mm-hmm. and they are more likely to be... Uh, away from uh, the home on a Easter uh, thing today. So that's according to one article that I saw. I don't know about that. I don't know what Costa Rican voting culture is like. Sure. So anyway, uh, it's like 50-50. I think uh, the most recent poll that I saw was 42 point something to 43%. Mm. Uh, So we'll see. We'll find out in the next day or two. Who's going who's gonna to win the, uh, I think it's the Prime Minister of Costa Rica? Or might be the Prime, I think it's the President of Costa well, Rica. I'm 100% 50-50 that whoever wins, I want to see this neck-to-neck technique. Mm-hmm. I want to see their scent glands. Yeah, it's like rubbing. giraffes fighting. Oh, are, are you sure it's fighting? I am not. Mm. Do you hear the giraffes might go extinct? I heard that they're on the endangered species list. Yeah. So, oh. farewell giraffes. They are 
poorly equipped for much mm. other than the very specific thing they were designed for. That's true. So I can see how if their habitat were to be threatened, it, it's not like they can just like easily move someplace else and be what they are. Yeah. That is true. That is true. Uh, I would like to see a giraffe in New York. Like, I'd like to see that fish-out-of-water story of the giraffe who has to make his way in New York as a businessman. Sure, blogging. Yep. About fashion. Giraffe, he blogged. That's my show. Anyway, uh, other marriage news. Oh, giraffic designer. Oh, He moves to New York to become a graphic designer. Oh. He's a giraffic designer, Matthew, and he pronounces it Jif because Mm. he knows that his name is... Jiffy. Jiffy Giraffe. The giraffic jejina. G- okay. Well, now I hope they <laughs> go extinct. Jejun, And he says, I'm going to zhuzh. Great. Is Jejun his assistant? Jejun Giraffe. Jejun Giraffe. Giraffic yes, designer French. assistant. Yep. <laughs> That's the movie, Matthew. Oh, the movie. Yes. Jejun Giraffe. Giraffic designer assistant. And it's got... It's wearing glasses and it loves Helvetica. Okay. Its spots are all in Helvetica. Helvetica is the other assistant? Helvetica. It's a love triangle? Is, it's a love spot. It is. A, it's lovespot.com. That's my new website oh, okay. for, for erotic giraffes. giraffe stories. Great. Oh. The, I, I, there's, it's an untapped market. Well, I'll be tapping it. <laughs> Northern Ireland. Yes. Now, you got to be careful. There is one man on the internet yeah. who somehow, every time you talk about Ireland, even if you do it in your own home, yeah. he rises from the shadows to scream at you. Yeah. So, be careful what you say here, because you actually do get them wrong frequently, Sometimes. which is which. Sometimes. Well, here's the problem. Is yeah. I'm not sure what the difference is I between different you religions. Don't. Yes, I get that. Or uh, geography. But go on. Anyway, the point is, Northern Ireland uh, has been in a state of devolution for over a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are trying to get their government together, and they haven't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, in the meantime, a bunch of... Is this at all Brexit-related? I haven't been following this. I don't this. think so. Oh, okay. Uh, some politicians in the House of Lords and House of Commons have introduced marriage bills, okay. uh, which is apparently something they can do for Northern Ireland. Uh, okay. Because Northern Ireland doesn't have a government, uh, England can basically just be like, okay, here's what you do. Yes. So, Theresa May has said, no, please. Mm -hmm. She does not want them to interfere with Northern Ireland's marriage affairs. Right. Um, uh, Bizarrely, most Northern Ireland politicians do want to pass a marriage bill. They want it. Sure. There is a small minority that is kind of holding it hostage. The DUP, the Democratic Unionist Party, I think. Mm -hmm. Uh, The, you know, conservatives, the right wing, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, uh, they have uh, been stalling it with uh, a petition of concern in the Mm -hmm. past. Oh, they have concerns. Well, let's hear them. What are their concerns? Oh, the usual stuff about uh, every child deserves a mother and a father, that kind of nonsense. Okay. Um, So, uh, now England is basically stepping in. These politicians are like, all right, look, if you guys can't get this together, then we're going to do it. And you don't even have a government right now, so there. Um, But Theresa May is uh, resistant. She does not want it to happen. England uh, feeling nostalgic, going back to, to that, just stepping into other oh, governments yeah, sure, and saying, sure. here's how you're going to do it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's always gone well. I mean, on one hand, I do want to have everybody in Northern Ireland have marriage equality. That would mm-hmm. be nice. On the other hand, um, other countries telling other countries what to do is not well, no, great. Northern Ireland is In particular. England. Well, uh, sure, 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 sure. Yeah. Um, now you, do, you do know that, right? I do Northern know Ireland. I know, I know, I know. Oh. I know. The whole... Look, oh. 
Mm. It's all verdant and beautiful cliffs of Dover to me. Oh, Danny. The cliffs of Dover are not in Northern. Not at all. No, No, they're in Dover, in fact. (laughs) The pipes, the pipes are calling. Mm -hmm. I'd like to go over your Dover. What? I don't know. I'm being Jeff Goldblum. Oh. He says at one point, she says something about like, oh, uh, he, he says that his toenails were painted when he played Master Chief. Nope. When he played. <laughs> please, please. We are within earshot of Microsoft from your lips and not your top lips to Microsoft's ears. Mm. Please get Jeff Goldblum to play Master Chief. Mm. No, Master Chef. No, who did he play in the, the Zigzag Bing Boing movie? Uh, what's the name of the movie? The Masters of Forever. What's the movie? It's Get Out of My Palace. What's the movie? It's Swing-a-ding-ding. <laughs> These are no. all like oddly descriptive titles for it, but uh, what is it called? Hammer Time. It's called... <laughs> that one's actually very, very good. Uh, no, what's it called? The... Guardians of Principles. <laughs> no, it's no. Guardians of the Galaxy is the other one. Is the other one, correct. Masters of their domain. No, mm-hmm. it's the the end of the Prancing Pony. It's, oh, no, no, no. It's Thor and Loki and Anthony yeah. Hopkins. Oh, yeah. It's a nice man of Verona. It's not a nice man of Verona. It's get up into heaven. <laughs> uh, no, it's uh, the Splatter Patrol. <laughs> nope. Oh, no. What's the name of the movie? What is the name of the Horror movie? Horcrux. <laughs> no, it's called uh, Pow Pow McGillicuddy. Not that it's one. Falling... That's shot in Northern Ireland. Uh, uh, it, it is... There's something swing. I keep wanting to say swing. Yeah, say that. It's Sw- not true. Swing swing low, <laughs> my, my goddess. Swing low, my goddess. That's a very Does, good name. For a movie? Can't swing low, my goddess. No, uh, it's the Valkyries are in it. They sure are. I want to Valkyrie your blood. That's not the one. No, it's... Oh, shoot. What is the name? What is the name? Arena Friends. <laughs> Again, excellent title for it. Hammer Time colon Arena Friends. That sounds like a great movie. It really does. No, uh, Purple Pants. Purple Pants are involved. Uh, Get get off of my... Uh, and. Android. It, <laughs> Very few androids. Isn't that movie? Comparatively it's true. It's true. I don't think I can't think of any. Um no, a spaceship to the stars. Well, that's poetic. Um most where most spaceships wind up, frankly. Generally. Um no, it's Guardians. No, Guardians of the Galaxy is the other one. The other one. Hoops and poops. It's not hoops and poops. And military troops. Well, uh, no, it's the all three of those things. I think do appear in the movie. Sit down, my lady. <laughs> it's not sit down, my lady. It's called shoot. Okay, I'm gonna look away, and then when I come back, I'll I'll, I'll see it floating in front of me. It's called. You call that a hat? It's nope. Not- there is a great hat in it. There, uh, there are a lot of great hats. Mm. Oh fuck! What's the name of that song? It's called. What's it called? I, I want to say Guardians, because but I know that's the, that's, that's the, other, the one. other one. That's the one with the raccoon. That's the one with the raccoon. Oh, oh shoot, he's not. Raccoon. He's. I see a lot of raccoon he's, art. I see a lot of sexy rocket see art. A lot of raccoons washing their hoops and poops. Yeah, no, it's called. Oh shoot, the Disaster Patrol. <laughs> that's also very good, but that's not what it is. It's called have a nice picnic (laughs) not a good description for that no no does not i don't think there are any nice picnics it's called armageddon in space you're very close really armageddon no there's an armageddon ragnarok (laughs) 
Whoa. Thor and Loki's Ragnarok show. Close enough. I love that. That's better. Yep. Okay. That's better than what it is. It's called Masters of the Gu- Guardians Ragnarok. Nope. Guardian <laughs> Gateways Ra- Thor Thor Ragnarok. There you go. Although I really like Thor and Loki's Ragnarok show. Yeah. That, it that, makes that, me that, think of Sunny and Cher. Anyway, the reason oh. that I was bringing that yeah. up... Oh, my goodness. Which one is Sunny and which one is Cher? Thor is... That's tough. Mm. I think Thor is Cher. That's hard to say. <laughs> it really is. I think Thor is Cher. <laughs> Loki is Anthony Hopkins. And uh, the cannibal from... Ferris Bueller's Meal in Prison. Nope. What's that called? What? The Screaming of the Lambs. Yeah. The Shouting of the Lambs. The Crying of the Lambs. Go on. The Calling of the Lambs. The uh, Silence of the Lambs. The opposite of what you were saying. Yes. Yeah. The opposite. The Silence of the Lambs. That cannibal yeah. was Pablo Picasso. Oh, God. Okay. Bring it back. Uh-huh. What were we talking about? I don't... You were staring at me about to say something and then I cut you off. Well, we were on Northern Ireland. Uh-huh. And then that somehow got me to... What's it called? Thor and Loki's Ragnarok show. There we go. No, Jeff Goldblum is in that as Master Chef. As the chef. He's called the President of Verona. No, I don't remember what he's called. Mm. Big Boss? Whatever. Big... Oh. Well, from your lips to Hideo Kojima's ears, may Jeff Goldblum be the next Big Boss. So he's in that, and he said that he was wearing toenail polish his toenails were painted when he was in that movie and the woman who was interviewing him was like oh really are they painted now and he gave her this look and he's like do you want to see my foot yes and uh it's the way that it's asked and the way it just sort of stares at her and says uh, 10 robin's eggs first he says easter eggs 10 easter eggs 10 robin's egg blue toenails it what sounds if like he, he's casting a curse. What if he took off his shoe, Matthew, and yep. he did have ten eggs in, in his, his shoes? Shoe. Yep. Mm-hmm. Great. For for his foot or just like in the shoe? No, his foot has become ten eggs. Okay. Well, I wasn't sure if it was like he was incubating the eggs with his foot in the shoe. Well, that is the only way to hatch a chicken that is just a real foot pig. Okay. Great. The other way is to hatch a pig. Yep. And then um, tell it that it's a chicken? Yeah, exactly so. Great. Uh, Well, that's all the news. Are you serious? We brought the show back for those stories. For those stories. Uh, There's no other marriage news. Um, I mean, things have been fairly stable, to be honest. Uh, Uh, Have they? Australia's uh, had marriage for a while. I have not heard that word. You know the word. I know the word. I haven't heard it in so long. Yep. Months. It's been months. What's happening with it? Uh, things are great. Uh, they're about to have their first uh, pride season uh, with marriage. Oh. Uh, the uh, first, well, there's a little bit of a bummer news, but the mm. first uh, two women who got married in Australia, one of them passed away. Oh. Uh, they got married early. They got a special exemption because one of them was uh, near the end. Oh. Uh, so they've passed away, but uh, their memory lives on, etc., etc. Uh, marriage equality in Australia. It's a, it's a done deal. It's real nice. Oh, my goodness. Now, wait a minute. You glossed over that tale as old as time. Were they allowed? So they were allowed to marry early. Yeah, yeah like a few days early. Were they one of the complainants? I don't believe they were. Oh, no, wait. they weren't complainants. It wasn't. It was a, there was no law yes, suit. There was no. There was no suit. They were it naked. was simply a plebiscite. Oh, you said the word. I did say the word. There, but yes. So how common is that for a country to just do it to not be forced by a court? Um, I don't know the exact statistics, but it's rare. Mm. Um, some of the initial countries that did it, 
passed it, it. It happened through just the passage of a law. Generally, I want to say generally it's lawsuit. But Germany just passed the law. Ah. Uh, yep. Oh. I believe France did it with just passing a law. <laughs> yep. Mm. Um, so honestly, it might it might actually be like fifty fifty. I, I don't know. That's a good question and something uh, something to look into. Well, when you're counting your robin's eggs, mm-hmm. you can peep, peep. look it up. That's what I'll do. Fuzzball. F- yep. Look it up. Fuzzball. Who's the fuzzball in this situation? Is it Sunny or Cher? Is it Sunny? Is the fuzzball? You think? Because Cher so. has She's a had lot of hair. hair. Yeah. Ha- Harry Sherry, they used to call her. I feel like he's the one who, like. If he hit his face, mm. you might not know it was a person. You might just think it was a carpet. Uh, how do, the, to speak like that of the honored dead who are currently feasting? Oh, in hell! In hell with Beelzebub. Mm-hmm. No, I don't. How? What a thing to trick me into saying about the sunshine of my life, Sonny. He, um, you were telling me, uh, was a little possessive of Cher's career for a long time. Yeah, and bad at it. Well, sure. Uh, it does seem as though Cher's best work happened post-Sunny. Oh, when she played Bayonetta. Hmm. Oh, Cher as Bayonetta. Now. Like, with Today. Cher now. Yes, yes, Cher now. That's my show. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Cher now, gone tomorrow. Uh-huh. And it's all about her various hairstyles. Oh. Cher hair today. Oh. Uh, and she plays Bayonetta on the she show? Plays I'm Bayonetta. not sure exactly Absolutely. where we're going with this. No, the Bayonetta movie has to star Cher. Mm-hmm. And we can bring back Eric Stoltz as Mask. Whose Mask? Is her that son. The, oh, oh, uh, oh, 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 oh. I thought Mask was a Bayonetta character. I don't think the character's name was Mask. I think that's probably very offensive. Probably. It would be a weird name to give a kid. Well, she just knew. She just knew. That's a reference that only you and I will get. Only a mother knows. Only a mother knows. There was a, a, an experience, I'm not naming names, where uh, someone was uh, in a social interaction, and one of the participants in the social interaction said something in Yiddish, I think, mm. and uh, another person afterwards commenting on that said, he just knew that I'd understand. He just knew. And I don't think that's the case. I think it was just, that's a part of the person's vocabulary. But anyway, now we just say to each other, he just knew. That's part of America's vocabulary. Now, you have given the gift of storytelling. Yep. Matthew, you know, when you share your story and Mm -hmm. share your truth, when you open yourself up to the world, the world fills you with something. And it makes me puffy. Exactly so. I was about to thank everyone for joining us for this episode, but the words caught in my throat and nearly killed me. Look at how how thanking someone, how the words turn to ash in your mouth. Well, I just don't know what exactly we've done for them, but we've brought the (laughs) show back. You're thanking them. You're not thanking yourself. No, of course not. Oh, okay. I'm Go thanking on. them for listening. Oh my! Uh, and and you're welcoming them for uh, bringing the show back that they asked for, and here it is. It's always nice to talk to you, James. But you're welcome to have some food. I am a little hungry. I know. I can tell. Can you? How can you tell? Because when I stare into your eyes, I see two chicken legs. Okay. Oh, that's the most grotesque thing I have ever imagined. The bones sticking out no. of your orbital socket. No. And the fried chicken. Oh, no. Beneath. I open my mouth to protest and an egg comes out. Oh, my goodness. And inside is a foot pig. 
Well, everybody, thanks for joining us as always. Uh, let us know your thoughts on Twitter about uh, bringing the show back. If there are things that you want us to do on the show and if you want more of the show. Look, this is a bad podcast, but Matthew has two podcasts now that are good. The Sewers of Paris, which you can listen to right now, and Queens of Adventure. You can go to queensofadventure.com and look at a Kickstarter page, but eventually Mm -hmm. that will be a website. And on that website, you will be able to listen to something better than this. <laughs> Let's hope uh, to Drag Queens playing D&D. And you'll be able to see some art, and you'll be able to... Uh, we might have some merchandise at some point. You'll be able to see information about live shows. We'll have it all there, all spread out in front of you. Oh, what a spread. Uh, but uh, yeah, queensofadventure.com for that. Of course, definingmarriage.com to check out the book that this podcast was once based on, uh, and also to get the audiobook version. And uh, I think that's, uh, that's it for me. Uh, what's going on? Next. Yep. On the subject of the audiobook, mm-hmm. if you don't want to listen to this shit, you can go back to the beginning of the Defining Marriage podcast and listen to an entire book. Oh, <laughs> what a thing. Listen to the whole book. Although we need to talk about that because Squarespace eats old episodes. Apparently. Well, yeah. it doesn't put it in the RSS feed. You have to go to the website I, to get this it. This I but understand. Still, yes. But if you are listening to this on your handheld electronic device, listening to it perhaps in some kind of podcatcher, then you can't find old episodes yep. sometimes. So uh, consider this an anti-plug for Squarespace. Yeah. We are not telling you to get it. We're saying that we need to look into a problem. Yeah, yeah. It is a point of some concern for oh. uh, our projects in the world. It's a pointy penis. Thank you. Okay, well, that's about it for now. I'm very hungry and I need to flip the laundry over. So uh, hopefully I will not confuse those two things. Hmm. And now... By the power vested in me by the internet, I hereby pronounce this podcast over. Over easy. <laughs> <laughs>